This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House. Moving to the running back position, Joshua. The one question on everyone's mind is what will this running back room look like come opening day? One thing we've seen throughout this preseason, and of course, don't take everything you hear in the preseason or see in the preseason and take it to the bank. But, man, this was a Dolphins offense that absolutely dominated running the football. This was a group that looked great, consistent. Uh, We saw Selvan Ahmed go out there against the Jags. He had a long of 42, which is kind of funny when you look at he had four carries for 43 yards, which means he had three carries for a whopping one yard. But then you had another strong performance from Chris Brooks. He had two touchdowns, averaging 5.5 a clip. Miles Gaskin, just the model of efficiency, 3.8 yards per carry. Uh, And then in the receiving game, he had six yards per catch on five receptions for 30 yards. So, Josh, I'm throwing a bunch of numbers out at you. What did we learn? You know, Jonathan Taylor, let's even include that in the mix. What did we learn about this running back group on Saturday night? And what does us what does that tell us about week one? Yeah, honestly, the first thing I thought you were saying, the question on everybody's mind with the running back unit was, are they going to somehow put Chris Brooks on the 53-man roster, right? I mean, uh, you mentioned it, man. He has run hard every chance he's got. And in that loaded room, I mean, I, I just don't know where he's going to fit. So he kind of seems like he's more of a practice squad guy, but I would love to see Chris Brooks on that 53-man roster. I mean, if you're sitting here saying you want to see another year of Miles Gaskin or Chris Brooks, I mean, I kind of want to see the Thunder. I mean, I, we always talk about Thunder and Lightning, or at least I do, man. I mean, this is basically um, – was Thor the god of Thunder? I'm, I'm shame on me for not knowing this. Was, was it Thor that was the god of Thunder? Okay, so, yeah, he's basically the story. I mean, this is the Thunder Thunder. I mean, he's the legit Thunder. I mean, he's got guys around his ankles still getting the first down. So, I don't know what they're going to do with Chris Brooks, but overall, man, you just wanted the Dolphins to not abandon the run game, right? I mean, everyone wants to talk about them improving that run game. They really just had to commit to it more late in games in certain situations. So, um, as much as we're sitting here drooling over Jonathan Taylor – I would love to see that go down in the middle of this podcast, Jake. But, I mean, Salvin Ahmed's run hard, right? Raheem Mostert just came off his best season. Jeff Wilson Jr., I mean, they kind of seem like they're babying him a little bit because they like what they have there. So, like the way this running back unit has looked and like the depth they have, you would have to think if a Taylor trade does go down, they would have to send one of our running backs in return and, you know, give them an opportunity because there are some starters on this roster and the Dolphins have some tough decisions to make. Let me ask you this, Mr. Houts. Um, Salvan Ahmed, if he's on the practice squad, is he getting picked off it? I think and so. Like, within yeah, like three I, I, weeks, I, I think Salvan, yeah, I think the way he's looked this preseason, I think he's a you know, uh, certainty on that 53 man roster. Don't you agree? I mean, he's he's looked really good, and you've even heard some people at camp say he looks better than Devon A. Chain. You know, you're getting those numbers mixed up, and 
every chance he's got, I mean, we joke, but he kind of looked like Barry Sanders this preseason. Miles Gaskin, if he's on your practice squad, do you think he gets picked off in within three weeks? I kind of do too, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he's in that similar mold so as Salvin Ahmed. Chris if Brooks you... would be the one I think you could stash on the practice squad, which is probably their intent. I mean, I feel like Miles Gaskin, Salvin Ahmed could start, and you could get like a late round pick for a team looking for a running back. But who's to say anymore, right? The NFL completely has devalued that entire position. But yeah, I mean, I think they both get poached. What do you think? You know, uh, I got a garbage take for you. If I was like trying to get just clicks, I'd say that the best running back to send to the Colts in a trade would be to be Miles Gaskin. You're telling me you have a rookie quarterback and you don't want someone who's going to catch every ball, pick up all the blitzes, uh, just be that guy to get the yards to move the sticks. Man, Miles Gaskin would be so perfect for a young quarterback. And, and that's kind of what I was starting to think, right? If Gaskin's that guy not on that um, active roster, what's a young team that comes to you, Gaskin, just so you could have someone in the backfield that you could trust and take a little bit of pressure off a uh, – a rookie quarterback, man, Miles Gaskin's that guy. He's not going to do anything great, but I, I think he's just a very nice safety blanket. Where I don't think he, I don't think he'd last on a practice squad. So you do wonder, man, if they trade for Jonathan Taylor, they're like even then, if they trade one running back in that deal, they still have four others they got to figure out with. How many do you think they're going to keep on the active roster? Because this is still the one position I'm getting tripped up for so many different reasons. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I mean, I guess technically five, right? We're going to count Alec Ingold in there. So, yeah, so then I guess you'd have Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Devon A-Chain, and then Salvin Ahmed. That's the way I'd go with it. But if you're indie, don't you see the way Salvin Ahmed's looked this offseason or this preseason and think to yourself, you know, you throw him back here, that's a pretty damn good piece to have back there running those RPOs with, um, you know, Richardson as he – Yeah, Acorn Baby. That's what all these guys are, though. So so if if – if a Taylor trade does happen, how many running backs do they keep? Because even if like some, if, if Salvan Ahmed goes to the Colts, the Dolphins are absolutely not keeping both Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert. And that's kind of where my trip up is because if there is a running back in that deal, that means all of a sudden they got to make two deals where it kind of feels like the Delvin Cook um, dominoes that need to fall in a sense. Yeah, they're going to have some decisions to make. I still think you'd probably keep four around though. And then including Alec Ingle, that would be five total. I just think... The unit has too much talent. I continue to look at his relationships with Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, whether that's, you know, a a good thing to do or not. I don't know, but I think that he feels like he might, you know, he likes to have those two guys by his side. So I don't know, man. I think they'd keep four. And I mean, every time we bring up Jonathan Taylor, I mean, I feel like we've been teased so much and I don't want to get sidetracked too much here, but I think we've been teased too much with the Dalvin Cooks. You know, you heard rumblings of Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, you know, they called about him. They need to land Jonathan Taylor, right, man? I mean, if you came into this year and someone said the Dolphins could get Jalen Ramsey and Jonathan Taylor, I mean, so, how how, how, mo- how moist would you be? And the kicker is, too, like we, we mentioned the the idea of Miami not being able to handle the, all these cap issues that they have. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, like when Omar Kelly was on, he kind of said it the best. He's like, if you're playing, if you're paying said Wilson nine mil a year, why aren't you going to pay Jonathan Taylor 11 mil a year? And we're in a kind of a unique, unique spot where the Dolphins, right? They spent big at a wide receiver. They spent big 
on a cornerback and it's kind of like you're, you're getting ready for Christmas and it was always, Hey, what's that one big present you you want? And that'd be like a Tyree kill a Jalen Ramsey. But all of a sudden you got your stocking stuffed with like a, a Jonathan Taylor or something like that, man, that just seems like a whole nother level. And I think that's why, you know, I think throughout the Delvin cook saga, we were kind of like, Oh, you know, wait and see, wait and see. The dolphins have been linked to a lot of different guys. This one just feels so different because it just seems so manageable for the dolphins. It seems like, They'll already have a deal set up. It won't be like a one-year rental. Um, it just feels kind of like that Tyree Kill situation. Everything evolved so quickly with Tyree Kill, but at the same time, this feels like those same pieces are falling. It's just not like you're listening to a podcast on like four times speed. Yeah. Again, who knows what's going to happen. By the time we're done here, man, the deal will be official or he'll get trade somewhere else and we'll be crying in tears and we'll pretend that he's not that good and has health issues, right? Concerns about his injuries and things like that. So love the way the Dolphins running back unit looks at least right now. But I mean, in our dreams, when we lie our head down at night, there was a time when we considered, you know, what Jonathan Taylor in an offense, Miami Dolphins offense would look like. And I can't, can't look past that. Who would you expect to be that uh, uh, running back two on a roster like that, where um, you know it's it's Wilson and Moster, and throughout the offseason, man, we still keep hearing you know um, fantasy gurus say Wilson's the guy. Keep an eye out for Jeff Wilson. I think he's gonna have a lot of opportunity. Do you think he'd still be that number two, or are they gonna do everything they can to keep Raheem Mostert around and happy? Yeah, I mean Jonathan Taylor still has that speed, but I think Raheem Mostert he is that you know next level. You know, so I think maybe they lean there. I was going to joke, Chris Brooks would be the perfect, you know, yin nice. to his yang, right? Because, I mean, Jonathan Taylor can run between the tackles. He is a bit of a bully, but I think that Chris Brooks, I mean, he's been running mean. So even Devon A. Chain, I mean, he kind of fits that similar Raheem Mostert type speed, that next level type stuff. So I think uh, Raheem Mostert will still be that RB2. I mean, I think they kind of, again, kind of feel like they owe it to him. I bet even on the depth chart, it would say Taylor and Mostert, right? The way they list two running like backs. That. and he'd make sure everyone was happy. But um, again, man, time will tell if it goes down and excited, excited that the season is what 13 days away. That's insane, man. Uh, and it also kind of makes sense too, where I think uh, most it's a little more of a threat. Someone you can kind of move out wide. So I think it kind of makes a lot more sense too. If you're to have Moster and Taylor on the field, I think it can do more um, if you're to replace that with Jeff Wilson. But of course, a, a big part of it is what's the worth on all these players as you're trying to go back and forth on a deal with someone like Jonathan Taylor. And then, you know, you have to wonder what is the ceiling for someone like Chris Brooks? Is there a wacky universe where he could make it to that active roster? And it, it's weird too, because there's so much happening with this running back room, but it's hard to imagine there being a lot of movement outside of, you know, two guys, right? You know, you add one guy, you subtract another, but in order for someone like Chris Brooks or Miles Gaskin, who had decent off seasons or preseasons, and we don't want to fall into the trap of these uh, preseason darlings, they must be on the roster like they're irreplaceable because that's not the case. But it's just going to be interesting to see where that tug of war goes if someone like uh, you know Jeff Wilson will be able to find his way back onto the field. This is someone who hasn't even practiced this preseason. Was he being kept on ice? Was he actually battling injuries? We don't necessarily know, but these are the questions that we are getting closer and closer to answering as we get closer, closer squared. Look at that. As we approach the 2023 Miami Dolphins season, and I cannot wait to see how that develops.